millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the Round the Rock Podcast. Starring Dave Schilling, Bob Needlelicky, Buster Methaney, Joey Devine, Derek Chivas, Popeye Jones, Sean Keen, Serge Zwicker, Patreon members. Grant Cameron, Keith Fastbreak Breakfast Parish, Jeff Griffith of Parham, musical guest The Judds, and now the temporary host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, sounding slightly less sick today. I agree, uh, yeah. Back with another division preview, but before we get to that, just some business here at the top. Uh, please give us five-star reviews on iTunes. I know it's super weird, they only give let you give five-star reviews. Very strange. Uh... If you'd like to contact us, though, you can call us on the phone at the number in the description of this show, email us at roundrockpod at gmail.com, or tweet at us at roundrockpod. Also, if you like the show so much, you would like to help me eat food, um, you can do so at patreon.com slash roundrockpod. Um, we've got a bunch of great tiers, and, uh... Our button designs came in, and I've got to say, uh, they're tight as hell. They're very good. $10 a month, mm-hmm. you get three buttons and a new sticker. Mm-hmm. Should, I, should I describe the buttons, Sean? Tell them about the buttons. Your first button is uh, Benny the Bull mm-hmm. and John Paxson, the GM of the Chicago Bulls, in the Shining Hotel Room 
from the bear costume blowing scene. Mm-hmm. Your you second, know it, you love it. Your second button is Don Nelson at the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. and it has a poker motif. And your third button is called Great Moments in Round Ball Rock History. And you know what it has on it, Sean? Is it the greatest dunk of all time? It is. It's John Collins jumping over that airplane. And, you know, jumping through, but yeah, yeah. His tribute to the Wright brothers and everyone who died in an early crappy plane. And that voice you're hearing right now, of course, is America's favorite permanent co-host, Sean Keane. Um, Sean, I have a, uh, um, uh, a correction to make from last episode. Oh, okay. I realized, like, an hour after we've hung up, uh, uh, hung up the call and stopped recording, that, uh, it seems like both you and I forgot Mitchell Robinson was actually on the New York Knicks. Um, I mean, I guess so. I mean, I was I think, talking about how Iggy Brazdikis was definitely their well, best that, young player. I mean, well, okay, yes. And it's that, very clearly Mitchell Robinson. Seems like it's definitely Mitchell Robinson. <laughs> um, I will say, um, he is exactly the kind of player uh, to get people very excited and then kind of wash out. Like it's I, true. I felt the same way about... Um, God, who was the other player that that someone was reacting as if uh, he was like already definitely going to be good? It wasn't Bomba. It's um, I'll think of it. But um, it's uh, it's a uh, the type of player that can that can often break your heart. But he he seems like he just rules, Joey. He's really good. He doesn't even seem like he's like I uh, love Mitchell risky Robinson. To, actually, to, you're you're not risking your heart with him. I also think I need to point out that I forgot Dennis Smith was on the team until halfway through our conversation. Oh, yeah. Look, I was on so much cold medicine. <laughs> well, the other thing that was that's just weird when you look at the team is just what an overwhelming amount of guys the Knicks have. Mm-hmm. There's almost no one that's, like, completely boring because it's, like, a hype star that never, you know, they have, they have, like, in the last two years, they've had, like, five point guards that got picked between seven and nine right. in the draft. Which is, like, the sweet spot for being disappointed but never giving up. Um, it's also a funny thing, like, if Mitchell Robinson was very clearly your best player, why would you sign only centers? Mm-hmm. You know? It's, it's kind of like the Knicks front office also <laughs> forgot about Mitchell Robinson, so I don't yeah. feel so bad. Well, it's weird because it just seems like the Knicks just think of one kind of thing and then just fill up on that. <laughs> like, their point guards are... They have Moutier. They have Frankie Smokes. Sorry, they had They don't Moutier. have Moutier. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. they had Moutier. They don't have him anymore. They had Frankie Smokes, and they had Dennis Smith Jr. And despite that, they're like, you know who would be good up in this mix? Alfred Payton. You like, also forgot about Trey Burke. Oh, when they've had Trey Burke? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> At no point are they like, you know, should we just be, like, just trying to get, like, Raul Nito or something, you know? <laughs> like, 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 just a reliable guy that you're not, you know, betting on the potential and disappointed all the time. And, yeah, like, like just, just get, like, a 30-year-old to back up these guys. <laughs> Um, 
we also, since we're talking about the Knicks, should mention uh, James Dolan's swole son. James Swollen. <laughs> um, oh, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, you didn't see that today? Oh, boy. Uh, do I have a uh, a picture to show you? <laughs> yeah, I was uh, you know, sort of just at work today. I miss. I I I, uh, I didn't even I didn't even get to catch Jacob Wall's press conference, and I feel terrible. Oh about boy, it. Uh, you missed some stuff, then, huh? Where? I kind of caught up on it, but also I was like, why are people still going to his press conferences? Um, like he he's he's like oh for four. People keep coming. I don't know why I'm having trouble finding this. Uh, here it is. LatestDailyNews.com. Nick's owner, James Dolan, has a super jacked son. Um, where's this picture? Um, anyway, here here's what I'll tell you about James Dolan's son. Uh, he's an Instagram fitness, uh, uh, fitness guru, I guess. Um, But he's, uh, he looks like a Jersey Shore, um, okay. guy, if that, yeah, makes, that makes sense. sense. Here, yeah, uh, here yeah. I found it. I found the tweet. Hold on. It, it comes with video. Um, I'm sending it's... you the tweet. I did recently start following Arnold Schwarzenegger's swole son on Instagram. Well, you'll have to tell me if he's as swole as James Dolan's son. Uh, the video includes James Dolan's son walking on his hands a lot. Um, I mean, he's pretty swole. He is shaped strange. <laughs> uh, he can do a standing backflip. This guy seems like he's 5'2", right? Yes. <laughs> um, how old is he? No clue, dude. Uh, I guess I could look that up. I am in front of It just of seems like he should be... Like, this, this This makes me think he's not ready to take over the Knicks. <laughs> uh, he's 24. He's doing handstands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His name's Quentin. Mm-hmm. It's also weird that, uh... He's just, he just lifts, like, like, he's not playing a sport, he's just lifting, but I guess... According to wallmine.com, do you want to know how much he makes a year as director of MSG Networks? Oh my god, uh, is it 300 grand? No, it's only $176,000 a year, so... Jesus Christ. That's one of the things that Dolan (laughs) was getting sued for by, uh, the stockholders in MSG. It was like... Paying your idiot children uh, six-figure salaries and um, touring with JD in the straight shot while you're employed as the chief executive officer of the company. 
I can I can see how that would you would object to that. I, look, I don't know what wallmine.com is, but can I read you the Quentin Dolan biography right now? Oh, please. Quentin F. Dolan is director of the company. Mr. Dolan is a student at New York University. Mr. Dolan is a recent graduate of New York University. Mr. Dolan has held internship positions at Grubman Shire and Marcellus. Uh, Azoff MSG Entertainment, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quentin F. Dolan is the son of James L. Dolan, the stepson. Must have a good cover letter for <laughs> Azoff Dolan. Uh, the stepson of Kristen A. Dolan, the grandson of Charles F. Dolan, the nephew of Tom. We don't care about the nephew. In light of the knowledge and experience he has gained about the company's business and the contributions he has made during his tenure as a director of the company, as well as being a member of the third generation of Cable Vision's founding family, our board has concluded that Quentin F. Dolan should serve as a director of the company. What is this website? <laughs> Wallmine.com? Uh-huh. Wallmine.com slash people slash 38634 slash Quinton hyphen F hyphen Dolan. Uh, it says Wallmine is used by top analysts at Bank of America and Goldman Sachs. This, this, like, just the interface of this site makes me think that my credit card number's already been stolen. (laughs) Well, either way, uh, we would like to say, based on wallmine.com, Quentin, if you're listening, you can definitely be the director of Round Ball Rock Enterprises. Yeah, Yeah, you've had a lot of opportunities, and um, Really, the directors of of Round Ball Rock mainly uh, just walk on their hands a lot. He is, I will say, Quentin F. Dolan is on the on investor.msgnetworks.com slash board slash directors. So he is on the board of directors at MSG <laughs> Networks. Incredible. I mean, he, he probably owns a sizable chunk of the company, just personally. Yeah. I'm sure there's some kind of tax dodge. Uh, that or, you know, weird shady trusts. Anyway, Sean, what division I'm, are we talking about today? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about uh, we're going we're going to the Western Conference this time, and we're going to the Southwest. Um, much like I said last time, there are six NBA divisions, same as the six passengers who left the island uh, after season four of the popular uh, ABC uh, serial. Magic Island drama lost. Uh, but which which of the Oceanic Six is the Southwest? It is Hugo Hurley Reyes. Uh, he just won the lottery, just like the Pelicans. He's obsessed with the numbers, and it destroys his life, just like Daryl Morey and the Rockets. He bought a chain of chicken restaurants with his lottery winnings, which feels like a very Memphis thing to do. Uh, he ends up stuck with a cranky old man who used to be a spy... Uh, for eternity at the end of the series when he's left with Benjamin Linus, which is just like Spurs fans and Greg Popovich. And he used to be a good leader, but now he's losing it, just like Greg Popovich. Uh, Also, kill the guy with a van, just like Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban. So, let's, let's go to the Hurley of the NBA, the Southwest Division. Um, and I wrote, I of course... As always, uh, 
there are six members in the band the Foo Fighters. Oh, right. Uh, right just yes. like there are six divisions in the NBA. And I've been naming which member of every division is a which member of the Foo Fighters every episode. Right. And I have decided that uh, the Southwest Division is um, Pat Smear. Oh. Um, used to be Say. a lot better than it is now, is basically what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Man, feel, feels like they used to get it done with fewer guys. <laughs> yeah, isn't it weird there's six guys in the Foo Fighters? Yeah, when when you're like, well, who were the Foo Fighters? Well, just Dave Grohl, and then the guy from the Afghan Wigs on one song that was like, well, what when they toured like four, you know, because Dave Grohl still plays all the instruments, mm-hmm. and now it's like, you know, they're they're essentially uh, the polyphonic spree at this point. Uh, they have a keyboard player in the band added in 2017. I definitely am not familiar <laughs> enough with uh, late career Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. To know what songs would get the uh, the keyboard treatment. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, uh, let's start with um, last year's winner of this division, shall we? Mm-hmm. The Houston Rockets. Last year, they went 53-29, and good for fourth in the West, beat Utah 4-1, to lost to the Warriors 4-2, to um, probably won that series based on computers, definitely won the MVP. Uh, James Harden was definitely the the deserving MVP winner. So glad he won that award last year because um, he deserved it. Mm-hmm. He won. I only fall. I only get my NBA news from uh, the Houston Rockets Twitter feed. <laughs> Sound like he had a pretty good speech. Um, they said goodbye to Iman Shumpert's backpack wrapping. They said goodbye. To the manimal himself, Kenneth Fareed, and Pride his two moms. State, yeah. Uh, hey, just don't, don't, don't discount Morehead State. Uh, they they knocked out Rick Pitino that year. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, he's the greatest more Morehead State player ever, right? Oh, he's got to be. I assume. And also, of course, they said goodbye to Chris PP3 Paul. Um, the extra three stands for ball punching. Um, (laughs) uh, but don't never fear Houston Rockets. You did add some guys to make up for those guys. They lost. They're saying hello to Anthony Bennett, who hopefully no longer has sleep apnea. Mm -hmm. Ben definitely still does though. Uh, Ben McLemore, who's happy not to be on the Grizzlies or Kings or Grizzlies or Kings again. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Thabo Cephalosha, who is, uh, happy not to be racially profiled. Watch it, Houston, uh, Houston PD. Well, thank, yeah, thank God. Oh, yeah. For some reason, I was like, well, yeah, Oklahoma City probably fucking sucked, too. <laughs> uh, they also, of course, said hello again to Tyson Chandler. Not again. He feels like he's been on this team it before. It does but... feel like it, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Like in that in that era when he was on the Charlotte Hornets, that he that Maury would have just taken a flyer on him. Yeah. Um, back in Texas, old Texas Tyson—that's what they call him. Uh-huh. Uh, they said hello to Ryan Anderson. Hello again, I guess, to Ryan Anderson, who uh, I've heard rumblings is a huge dick in locker rooms. Also, they they 
they convinced him to give up a bunch of money on his buyout last year so he could go to a team where he would get playing time. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they they did not trade him to such a team. Right. Uh, and then, of course, hello, old friend. That's James Harden. I'm sure that's how he greets uh, Russell Westbrook uh-huh, every time uh-huh. he sees him. Russell Westbrook! Brody's in town. Sean, first question for you about this team, the Houston Rockets. Uh-huh. Um, you and I talk about this team constantly. Did we they do. solve what's been wrong with them? You know... Okay, short answer, no. <laughs> because, like, because, I mean, definitely, I think Chris Paul coming back would have been worse. Just because there was some kind of unholy synergy between, like, the card-counting aesthetic of the organization, but also... Uh, the constant complaining and like it somehow know, just, rubbed off on analytics right whining. because the, the rockets <laughs> didn't like whine like this before and now it's like i mean and it's it's hard to it's hard to isolate that it's necessarily chris paul because james harden is also like that um it's Chris Paul, I mean, it, dude. It's not James Harden. It's Chris Paul. James Harden's fine. Uh, he didn't complain like that before. He would just fall down. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right, right. Like, flopping's fine. I'm into that. I don't like watching it, but, you know, the idea of it I'm okay with. I'm just um, worried that introducing Chris, introducing uh, Russell Westbrook is not going to, like, sage out the Chris Paul. It's going to mutate the virus that Chris Paul already left behind <laughs> in the organization. I mean, that's certainly happened. What has happened to DeAndre Jordan and possibly Blake Griffin, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I mean, Blake. Blake does not seem like he was uh, like a. He was like literally a broken man because of his body. Mm-hmm. But he does. Not, he does not seem to be like. Like the Pistons did not seem like they were like a train wreck. But because he of Blake doesn't anything. seem happy playing basketball like he used to. I guess not necessarily. I just don't, I don't think he's like, I think he's still better being free of Chris Paul. Oh, Whereas for sure. DeAndre seems to be like slowly rolling down a flight of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's a question. Uh, um, have you decided yet? I guess that's a question for the over-under. We'll, we'll move on. Um, yeah. Mike D'Antoni, uh, he's been privately fighting with the front office and Tillman Fertitta, our man, touchdown uh-huh. Tillman, I like to call him. Yeah. Uh, he's getting fired, right? Yeah, I think once they leak that thing that uh, inaccurately stated how much money they were actually offering him in the extension i think that might have been like the last thing where it's like okay well these guys are just uh lying and they already fired his assistant coaches and they just they just aren't going to extend him more than a year Mm -hmm. and that means that uh i don't know i think i mean 
I don't think they should fire Mike D'Antoni, but they seem to want to fire Mike D'Antoni. And yeah. if that's the case, they should just fire Mike D'Antoni. Agreed. Um, But, like, who's going to coach them? I mean... An that's... algorithm? Yeah, I mean, that's the dream, right? <laughs> what What potential head coach is the closest to, like, a Siri? I mean, unfortunately, Frank Vogel is... He sounds like a Siri. He does sound like a Siri. Hold on, I gotta put that in right now, don't I? <laughs> What's up, Lakers fans? Coach Frank Vogel here. Uh, but he also has a job. I think it would be tight if they just went for, like, John Calipari. <laughs> that would be hilarious, but no <laughs> it would be fucking so way. funny. Patino, get Patino in town. Oh my god, that dude. Patino and Tillman would get along, right? Yeah, because, well, they both have written bullshit books about business leadership. Well, and Patino's, I mean, Tillman's definitely come in his pants in, like, three seconds, right? All the time. (laughs) Like, like on the set of Billionaire Buyer. (laughs) The way he walks is very much like someone who's either just come in his pants or is really trying hard to not do it. Um... All right, my next question is, which player is going to get scapegoated for them losing in the playoffs if they Uh, lose in the playoffs? Last year, um, the primary scapegoat was Carmelo Anthony, and then... Well, that was the midseason scapegoat. Then it was Chris Paul. Then it was Chris Paul. Uh, The year before, I mean, it was kind of of like injuries and the refs, I guess, were the scapegoat. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... It's, uh, I'm trying to think, looking at the team, they seem like pretty in on, uh, PJ Tucker. I'm going to say it's Gerald Green. He's going to have like a cold streak. I don't think so. Uh, Gerald Green is too loved in Houston. Like Gerald Green is only playing there and hasn't retired yet because it's Houston. You know what I mean? He refused to talk to any player, to other teams as a free agent. Um, to me, this is an obvious one. Uh, it's not, it's the only player that seemingly has any value in a trade. Uh, it's Clint Capella. Oh, yeah, it is going to be Clint Capella. Um, yeah, he's locked in. He's not 30 like those other guys. Uh, he seemed like he was mostly fine. Like, didn't he have a couple kind of... Wouldn't it be hilarious if they traded him for Steven Adams? Oh my god. And and do you think Steven Adams would be pumped about that or would he No, he'd be so just, depressed. He'd have PTSD from Westbrook, right? <laughs> well, and that's what's going to happen. Capella's rebound numbers are going to be way down cuz of Westbrook and people are going to be like, "Yeah, he is slipping. It's not worth that money." <laughs> um all right, my final question, Sean. Mm-hmm. Which player's most likely to read Tillman Fertitta's book? Okay, I'll tell you... For those listeners, for our new listeners... Oh, yeah. uh, Tillman Fertitta is, of course, the owner of the Houston Rockets. He's written a book called Shut Up and Listen. He's Mm -hmm. my actual nemesis. Yes. uh, Because I once worked at a restaurant he owned called the Bubba Gum Shrimp Company. You did, And he would charge us $5 a month for uh, uh, an employee discount. He's a bad person. exercise the employee discount costs $5 a month. Um, I have only listened to the foreword. I haven't even, I've been saving it. 
Well, the the very the very beginning, uh, just just to give you a little tease, uh, this guy talks about how uh, he had he had previously covered uh, athletes like Michael Phelps, uh, Tom Brady, and Michael Jordan, and then he's like Tillman Fertitta, just like those guys. Right at the beginning. Because well, he's a sociopath? It's very audacious. <laughs> I'll, 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 yeah. Tom Brady. Michael Jordan. Okay, so who's most likely to read the book? Okay, well, James Harden is 0% likely mm-hmm. to read the book. Russell Westbrook is also 0% likely no ch- to read no the book. No chance. I think P.J. Tucker's the most likely one to read the book. Mm. I think he's good. Like, I think he... He just he just seems like the guy who might do it to be a buddy, you know what I mean? Like he's not interested, but I think he's like, well, look, man, no one else is going to read this book. I'm gonna, I just I I don't want to lie to Tillman when he asks about the copies of the books that he gave to all the members of the team, which he definitely did. I think it's Eric Gordon. Uh, oh, you th- and I'll tell you why. Um. Eric Gordon has made so much money off of the Houston Rockets and Tillman Fertitta and was depressed for most of his career before this. Um, oh, so he's well, yeah, but he he got signed before Tillman was in the picture. Yeah, but he got this extension. They didn't uh-huh. trade him. Uh-huh. You know, I think it's a weird loyalty thing. Also, I think Tillman makes it a stipulation in any new player's contracts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Peter Tucker's looking for the extension. That's part of what I thought he might. Um, all right, Sean, their over under is fifty four and a half. What do you think? I think it's under. I do. I don't. I mean, all that all that Harden stuff is going to work forever. I don't. I don't particularly think that he and Westbrook are a good fit. Um. You know, it it there certainly is a possibility for them to complement each other really well. Uh, it kind of seems like the team is a little light on shooting as well. Uh, Ryan Anderson's there. Yeah, Ryan Anderson. Ben Mclemore's there. Anthony Bennett's there. <laughs> Just, um, and as much as I like PJ Tucker, I don't, I don't know these these guys are like a little bit old. A lot of them have, uh, you know, Harden, Harden seems uh, very durable, except that he kind of constantly gets nagging injuries. It seems like a lot of these guys are like that. And um, I, don't, I don't know. I just, I just don't see them winning 55 games, I guess. And maybe they're just such a efficient card-counting regular season team that they're gonna hit that but just seems like it seems like it's a little too high this one's a tough one because i do think there's a positive thing in getting rid of the paul of the paul you know what i mean um that was over the team you know what i mean the dark cloud that was following them or him or them around Uh who by the way do you think chris paul's gonna put in uh as head of the union is mad about uh the fact that they're going to have to list his real height uh this he's year he's not happy <laughs> um 
yeah, the five nine dark cloud that was following them around. I think that's a positive. Um, although they fired that old man, that is the only reason they were good at defense. Apparently, again, he was their magic feather. <laughs> Jeb, old man Bizdelic. Um, the only reason they were good at defense. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, 54 and a half seems like the right amount of wins to me. That's the problem. I mean, they did win 53 games last year, and simply by, like, the availability of these players, it should be better. I'm going to take the over just because you took the under, but to me, it's very close. They're definitely winning 50 games. Yeah, I think so. I just, I guess I'm just, um, not... I don't know. I think it'll. I think it'll take them a little bit to get used to each other. I know. I know Harden and Westbrook used to play together, but uh, I don't know. I think. I think, I think it'll take uh, a little while to gel, unless it just sort of turns into Harden continuing to do the thing he's been doing yeah, for the last couple of years. I just don't think it's that hard to gel when your offense that's the thing. is watching one of two guys dribble the ball the whole time. Do you think they're do you think they're really gonna run like they say they want to? Who knows? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I don't believe anything anybody says in training camp. Yeah, exactly. I I never I don't think that James Harden is at a point in his career where he's necessarily invested himself in like sprinting up and down the court not that not that i'm saying he's out of shape but like he's been playing in a certain way and it seems like it's worked pretty well for him so all right our next team is the san antonio spurs uh last year they went 48 and 34 good for seventh in the west lost to denver 4-3 in round one uh they said goodbye to marcus morris Dante Cunningham, and of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Davis Bertans. They said hello to Marcus Morris. <laughs> Before they said goodbye to him. Uh, rookie Keldon Johnson, Trey Lyles, and Damari Carroll. Now, before I ask you these questions, Sean. Yes. I'm going to tell you right now. If I had to... If I gave you, hey, name 20 players in the NBA before this season that are probably going to be Spurs before they retire, don't you think you would have gotten to both Damari Carroll and Trey Lyles? Oh, yeah. Trey Lyles feels absolutely like a guy who it's like, well, it didn't really work out in Denver, but boy, if he, you know, he'd had some time with Pop. He'd, uh, yeah, yeah. Damari Carroll would have been number one, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Um, all right, my question, my first question. Uh, is this team going to win 45 to 50 games every year until Pop retires? Yeah, I think they are. Hmm. What if they have to play Serbia? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, never mind. <laughs> Unless they turn over the reins to Becky Hammond. Uh, nope. Um, all right, uh, my, my next question for you is, DeJounte Murray, Derek White, or Lonnie Walker IV, who is your favorite 
young spur. Um, I think I like them all. I think DeJounte Murray is going to be the best one of them. But I like Lonnie Baxter. I like Lonnie Walker the most. Uh, Lonnie Baxter is the guy who went to Maryland who shot a gun at the White House. Oh, he shot a gun at the White House. That's I right. I mean, it wasn't at the White House. It was just near the White House. But yes. <laughs> I love Lonnie Baxter. Like, like dominant, portly, short college center. Yes. <laughs> that's what I like. Um, college Glenn Davis. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think I like Derek White the best, and I think Derek White's going to be the best one. It's tight. I like them all. Um, DeJounte Murray, I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also kind of feels like a guy who... Look, this might be name stuff. Uh, kind of gets... He feels a little bit like a guy who always is about to have a breakout year and then never does. A little Darius Milesy, but a point guard, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean, he's still, he's still, I agree with what you're, I hear what you're saying there, but he also, like, just turned 23. Yeah, oh, I mean, for I think sure. He's just, I mean, it's it's just different because he just missed a whole year. Right. I, I mean, look, I like him a lot, and I'm rooting for him, but if I had to bet on one of these guys, like, becoming, like, an all-time pop man, it would be Derek White. Well, Derek White is most likely to, like, yeah, become a Patty Mills or a, a Gary Neal. Yeah, but he's like that guy, but with defense. Yeah, yeah, um, no, no, yeah. he's good. I just think, I, I think maybe DeJounte Murray has more of a chance to be, uh, like really special oh for sure all right uh my next question for you sean who is the spursiest player not currently on the san antonio spurs i mean this is a guy that an honorable mention because i feel like it's not necessarily obvious but i think he really is is draymond like Hmm. draymond would be an excellent spur and like don't you don't think he's a little too fiery for the spurs kind of but he'd just be like the duncan guy and i think it just would be i don't know i mean like pop doesn't really like like having a guy that'll yell back at him though but that's like tim duncan but tim duncan the thing was he wouldn't yell back at him though he was like he'd just let him yell at him and that's what set the tone no he say like sarcastic things back yeah, to him. maybe he wasn't like a whipping boy like you know don nelson and tom told <laughs> but i i do agree that it seems like culturally not a, a fit but like i think those oh guys the game really for sure i, I think it, i think it would really click but no obviously draymond is not the spursiest guy um uh, boy i have two are you ready yeah go for it willie and Juancho Hernan Gomez. Oh, both. They're both just spursy as hell. You know what I mean? In different ways. <laughs> I mean, I kind of see them as sort of frustrating pop. Like, yeah, but they fit the like Davis Bertans, uh, Marco Bellinelli roles like perfectly. Like weird euros with crazy tattoos who look weird you know what i mean but are like also fun 
the fun Euro. That's always a Spurs guy. Fabricio and Willie Hernan Gomez in particular is like if Fabricio Alberto shot threes. I just, I don't, I just don't think, I, I agree that like visually, I just don't think that Wancho's game is very uh, Spursy. Because he like doesn't really pass or anything. Mm-hmm. That's true. And he's kind of a bad shooter. But also Rudy Gay was a bad shooter who didn't pass too for well, then he got thousands of years. <laughs> Rudy Gay being blind for like the first 10 years of his NBA career <laughs> is something they should have made like a 30 for 30 though. The only problem is, is he didn't actually get that much better after the first late, the LASIK. You know what I mean? His shooting got worse, if I remember got, right. I think it got a little bit better, but not that much better. Not as, not as much better as, like, you think, because testament to, to, to muscle memory. Um... <laughs> But yeah, he in. Well, we should explain that story probably. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When Rudy Gay was in Toronto, they found out he was blind, like legally blind. Yeah, like really, really he bad. Literally, him. could not see the rim. He said and thought that was like normal. Uh-huh. Uh, and he got LASIK surgery in the off season one year, and I was like, oh my god, this is the year for Rudy Gay. This is where he finally becomes the best player in the NBA. And then he was just like. A little bit better at shooting, but worse at everything else. And then the Raptors traded him and then made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. And finally, the most important San Antonio Spurs question. Is this the year where the Coyote finally gets imprisoned for his crimes? I'll tell you this. If... um. The, the favorite son of El Paso, Texas, uh, Beto O'Rourke, the skateboarding, uh, the poochie of the Democratic primary. If he comes out as strongly against the Coyote as he has against guns, uh, I think my calves are going to cramp a little bit because I'm going to be <laughs> jumping on that train. Here's the thing about that, though. If he were to do that, he becomes Texas's Harvey Dent. And the coyote is, of course, Texas is the Joker. That's true. Um, you know what I learned about the Spurs coyote, by the way, the other day? Uh, oh, please. Jake Flores told me this. Uh, comedian. Uh, Twitter and bad boy and twi- comedian. Yeah, Ice, uh, Ice was at his house that one time. Um, he told me. The guy who was the first Spurs Coyote, the first Coyote, was a science man or an engineer, uh, and he actually invented the t-shirt cannon. So Beto would not like the Coyote, because he's inventing oh, yeah. guns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. High ar- <laughs> artillery. I've, I've seen where that leads. I've been to a Knicks game and seen <laughs> their t-shirt howitzers, and... It's disturbing. The only guy that can stop a Spurs Coyote with a gun, with a t-shirt gun, is, of course, the Phoenix Phoenix Gorilla with two t-shirt guns. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, God, that would be be a good show, Joey. (laughs) All right, they're over-unders 47 and a half. What's it gonna be? Look, my... My heart says no, 
And then my head says they win 48 games every year. <laughs> They're going to win 48 games. You're going to look and be like, how did it happen? And it's like, well, DeMar DeRozan has mid-range gravity and their defense is surprisingly good. And, you know, they, they are, you look at the roster and it's like, they don't really have any bad players. Is this the most boring Spurs team in a, in a while though? Yeah. Like it was weird how you look at their transactions and you're like, not a lot happened. (laughs) I mean, Davis Bertans was really good last year. I thought. Um, he shot a very high percentage. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that, that like, you know, now that, now that Marcus Morris stabbed them in the back, uh, <laughs> that, that closes the door on Draymond to San Antonio, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seems like they would have preferred to not lose Davis Bertans for no reason. Yeah. To me, that's <laughs> what I would think. <laughs> Uh, how did he shoot? He did shoot 43% on threes last year. He played 21 minutes. Um, still not really sure if he's good, but damn, that's, that's some, that's some sharp He was shooting. good for them, is what I mean. And like, they kind of no, didn't he, replace that, is what I'm saying. He played way more minutes than I thought he did. It just seems like they're going to be a little bit small. Like, they have a lot of guards. I mean, you know what? I actually could see Trey, Trey Lyles replacing that. I've, I'm still a Trey Lyles believer. I also believe in him. And also, uh, a guy that's actually also uh, younger than you think, I think. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Much younger. Yeah, yeah, He was the youngest was guy. Was he like the youngest guy in the draft? I think, yeah. Yeah, okay. So he's going to turn 24 uh, at the beginning of the season. Well, he's dead. So. Or no. Oh, he's, he's got a year. Three. Three years. Three years. <laughs> um, he seems like a guy that uh, is going to get a chance if he can kind of figure shit out. But he's just sort of been blocked everywhere else. He's always been on a team with a lot of other forwards. I am taking the under, I think. Uh, and I'm going to pay for it. But it's not much under. I still think they're definitely going to be well above 500. But Right. 48 wins seems like a lot for this team. It does, but then I look at last year and I'm like, how did they win 48 games last year? (laughs) It just, Um, the West seems so hard this year. I actually wonder if everyone is going under in the West this year. Mm -hmm. If it's just, if it's just like, like everyone's too confident because they're like, these guys are great. And then you just, aren't thinking enough about uh yeah the the teams they have to play all the time because uh there there's only like two really bad teams in the west right the the suns and grizzlies i know uh, yeah oh yeah but at least the grizzlies are going to be fun and the suns i think are going to be better yeah so there's not even there's not even like uh a dorm like a free win factory i mean the, i think the grizzlies probably are because rookie teams with that many young guys always no lose, they, they but, should yeah. be bad but they're they're a, yeah and actually they want to be one of the six worst teams in the league. i'm they're gonna be bad yeah i'm gonna but watch them a lot on out of 15 pass, teams that's just compared to how the east still is where it's like well atlanta's kind of still not trying the knicks are really bad you know 
All right. Uh, let's talk about the next team. The New Orleans Pelicans. Last year, they went 33-49, and 49, good for 13th in the West, and they lost to Clutch Sports in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said goodbye to Czech Diallo, Solomon Hill's contract, mm-hmm. Ian Clark, Kevin Durant's friend, Alfred Payton, and his uh, short, he left his old hair behind, though, Julius Randle, and Anthony the Brow. Davis. Mm-hmm. They said hello to Derek Favors, the hologram himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, rookies Jackson Hayes, Nickel Alexander Walker, uh-huh. Josh Hart, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, and Zion Williamson. Oh, and. And of course, they're saying hello. Their biggest free agency uh, signing. Uh, J.J. Redick, who's finally secret family-less after he left them in the in the East. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. New life. Embracing voodoo. Alright, Sean, my first question for you. Uh-huh. Are you worried that all of these Lakers players are going to block your favorite player in the NBA, Etwan Moore? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I am. I'm a, it's a concern. <laughs> He uh he'd be counted on to fill in at the two. Two's pretty crowded now. Um even though each one more is a great fit with any team and uh probably would help Zion's development more. They they you know, and I'm, I'm not even really criticizing them for this, but they need to see what they have with Brandon Ingram. So unfortunately, um we're gonna get a little each one less this year, Joey. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I'm sad. sorry, Sean. Sorry I said that about his name. Uh, here's my question for you, though. Uh, how are these Lakers going to do in a new city? We've heard so much about them for players that have done so little because all this league does is talk about the Los Angeles Lakers, no matter mm-hmm. what. Um, It's weird. I... Like, the worst Lonzo actually does in the NBA, the more I kind of believe in him. Mm-hmm. Because when he came out of college, I was a little suspicious, and then he was like really struggling from with his shot. But I kind of like he just feels like getting out of LA is like the best thing that could have happened. To him. Yes, because um, his shoes were destroying his body, mm-hmm. and his father was destroying his psyche, and. Now he gets a chance to be like a normal young player. Um, and like, you know, he, Kobe's not going to be lurking around. I think he's going to have snake salesman. <laughs> I think he's going to have a huge year. I'm serious. I think we're like. I think it is very possible. That Lonzo and Drew Holiday. Uh-huh. Might be the best defensive backcourt in the NBA next year. I mean, the, yeah, I, I don't, I still don't. I mean, I'm sure they still don't really know how all these guys are going to fit together necessarily. I guess I think they're probably like, okay, so their starting lineup is like who who is going to start for the team? I guess. Well, 
uh, Derek Favors at center. Uh-huh. Zion, Zion at power forward. Powerful. Brandon okay. Ingram at small forward. Uh-huh. Uh, Drew Holiday at the two and Lonzo at the one. Okay, they're not going to start J.J. Redick? I don't think so, right? I kind of thought they would start J.J. Redick. But again, I don't, I'm not, I don't, I don't know if I'm right about that or not. Um, like, I thought they might bring Lonzo off the bench and start Holiday and Redick. I mean, I thought the idea that they sort of figured out that Rondo year where they uh, busted the Blazers' ass was that, like, Drew is actually one of the best two guards in the league if you play him at two. No, it's great, but he I just think he's just a great player. Yeah, oh, for sure. So I just uh, the the thing I would worry about if you are playing that lineup is that you uh you don't have that much shooting True. these guys. So, you know, and Zion might be a pretty good outside shooter. It's just it's just it's hard to know what to expect. And, you know, maybe Ingram will Maybe Ingram will actually be a good shooting threat, too. Yeah, right. I have no faith in Brandon Ingram. I'm going to be honest here. Um, I do think it's good for all three of these guys that they got a new place. The only thing that sucks for Josh Hart is that it seems like he's like the sixth guard. Mm -hmm. So, um, but you know, that's that's not like a terrible problem to have, like having too much... Too many guys and having to figure out where they are. We should also um, probably point out that Nikhil Alexander-Walker and Jackson Hayes were, like, very clearly two of the better guys in Summer League. I don't yeah. think Jackson Hayes is going to get a lot of run this year, but Nah no, 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 no. might. Nah was really um, good. I think you're I think you're right, too. That's why, that's why it's like... I feel bad that Josh Hart... Uh, I still think he is a pretty useful player, but this is like not, not really the spot for him. Yeah. Ideally. Just cause it's like, yeah, there's guys older than him and younger than him squeezing it. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, I feel, I, uh, yeah, but I guess, I guess I still don't want to necessarily give up on Brandon Ingram, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. I've I've seen him play enough, you know? I just think it's very strange that the times he's looked good in the NBA have been the times where the teams have been so bad or so injured he's had to be the primary ball handler. And he scores a lot doing that. Uh, but... He's not actually good enough to be the primary ball handler on a team that wins any games in the NBA. So, like, I don't know what he is. Do you know what well, I mean? Th- yeah. Well, do you know who he reminds me of because of what you were talking about? Who? There? Harrison Barnes. Hmm. That's not bad. I mean, it's they don't really they aren't like the same kind of guy. But Harrison Barnes is a guy where it's like, you know, he will get some buckets if if there's no one else there to get buckets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know. He's still very young, uh, but yeah, just. I mean, maybe you learn to shoot. Who knows? Lonzo's shot looks better. I don't usually care about those workout videos, but there was one today, and I was like, "Hey, this looks more normal." Um, I think it's. I think it's very tough um, to just 
adapt to LeBron as a really young player at this point too. Sure. Because not 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 even just that LeBron really likes guys he's comfortable with and always know what spot to be in. It's just extra weird when you're like 12 or 13 years younger than LeBron, mm-hmm. you know. All right, Sean, my next question. How good is Zion going to be in year 1? Ooh. I think he's going to be pretty good, but um, I think he's going to be pretty good. I think he's going to be the rookie of the year. I really do. I mean, I that know that's seems not like kind of a shoe. That's, that's like an un, not a very bold choice, mm-hmm. but um, he just seems like he. I'm expecting him to have like a Blake Griffin style rookie year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's just going to like dunk a lot and. Looking at the roster, the thing that the thing that um, does jump out is, I think these guys could be really good defensively. Yeah, the guy we didn't mention too is that weird Euro guy they signed, Nicolo Melli. Remember? Well, they drafted him. Is he coming over this year? I I don't think he is. I could have sworn they signed him, not drafted him. Yeah, he yeah, was he was at second- media day. Oh. He's 28. They didn't draft him. Oh, that's that's I'm thinking of the Brazilian guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Italian dude <laughs> who's real handsome. Um But wasn't he I like the best so. player in Europe last year? I think he was. I mean, he could I he just I, I didn't I didn't remember because he is not on this 13 deep depth depth chart. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying uh he was all Euro League second team in 2017. Yeah, <laughs> but he's 28. <laughs> I, he he is. Uh, he'd been playing for Fenerbahce. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fenerbahce. Um, and uh, he was the top scorer in the Euro League finals two years ago, and the most he scored the most points in a Euro League finals game since 1985. Mm-hmm. However, that is 28 points. <laughs> it's just, I, I I don't know enough about the weird differences in the Euro game. Because every time I look at somebody and they're like, yeah, Luka Doncic, he was just dominating. And then you look at his stats and it was like, wow, 8.7 points a game. <laughs> um, all right, Sean. Uh, I think Zion's going to be rookie of the year. It's pretty obvious. Um Let's answer the actual most important question. Mm-hmm. Which of these Pelicans is most likely to get fat off gumbo, po'boys, and uh, unlimited alcohol 24 hours a day? Yeah, that that is going to be a challenge. Um, you know, weird. I thought about Derek Favors, and I think Derek Favors is also going to have a really good year this year. Just because he has a chance to actually be the best unrestricted free agent next summer. Like I, uh, I, I think he I think be. there's an obvious answer to this question. And you might not you might you just might not remember who's on this team. Uh let me look let me look one more time. Um Maybe I'm not remembering who's on this team. Uh, 
I think I think there's definitely a, a Josh Hart weight gain chance. Let me look at this roster again and see who I'm missing. That's obvious. Um, he was I mean, a very high pick not very long ago. Yeah, but he's a vegan now. I'm sorry? Jaleel Okafor? Jaleel Okafor is a vegan now? Yeah, that was part of his comeback. <laughs> okay, comeback. Um... Well, then, my answer is Nicolo Melli, the 28-year-old Italian <laughs> they signed. Yeah, who just who apparently just came there to party. <laughs> I love when an old person from, Euros, uh, from Europe signs in the NBA. I fucking love I him. I definitely thought he had a better resume <laughs> than he did. <laughs> um, they have a guy... According to the ESPN team roster, Sean, mm-hmm. named Cavell Big B Williams. It's incredible. <laughs> An LSU center, and he looks to be pretty big. I mean, okay, that's the answer, right? Cavell Big Boy Williams. <laughs> yeah. That's, it. that's your name now. <laughs> that is clearly who's getting fat off gumbo. All right. Um, yeah. But I do think Josh Hart. Definitely, we could see some, like, depression hurricanes in his future. Over under 38 and a half wins, Sean. Is this the first team to have a higher over, a higher win total the year after they trade their most famous player ever? Yeah, I mean, that, like, like you see that in baseball, but not in basketball, really. When I can't even think of that happening. Well, it's possible. I mean, it's possible the Spurs did that with Kawhi, but that doesn't really count. I don't think the Spurs did do that with Kawhi. Um, well, weren't they like the eight seed? Um, it doesn't matter. Thirty-eight and a half. We got to get going here. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, they they had the. They have the same record. Mm-hmm. Uh, they oh they got a game better. Sorry. Yeah yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, I'm gonna say over. I don't. It, it seems low. It seems like it's too low. I think I think this team like obviously there's a lot of unpredictability and unproven guys, but this feels like a 41 win team to me. It really becomes. Can yeah, I'm gonna say slightly over. Yeah, I'm gonna take the over too. But I actually think it's close. Thirty-eight to forty sounds about right to me. They're I still mean, really young. It's very volatile. It's just um, I think Giroux Holiday is really. That's I'm, that I'm was more my thing. Picking in favor of Giroux than I am picking in favor of Zion. Right. Um, and my belief in Lonzo, and just that uh, I think JJ Redick will be really helpful. I think he's old. I think JJ Redick's toast. I'm telling. I'm saying this right now. I think Whoa. JJ Redick is toast. He's done. He wasn't very good for the Sixers last year. Um, and this team's going to be asking him to do a whole lot more. I don't think they are though. I mean, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to play defense. That's true. I, I mean, I think I think by a little bit into the season, he'll be coming off the bench for sure. 
All right, the Memphis Grizzlies. Last year they went 33 and 49. Good for 12th in the West. Uh they jumped up to the second the number 2 pick. Mm-hmm. Uh they said hello. Uh I mean sorry, they so said goodbye yeah. to Tyler Dorsey, Tyler Zeller, Tyler Chandler, Tyler Parsons, Delon Wright, uh Joachim Noah, CJ Miles, Justin Holiday, and of course, Mr. Mike Conley. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said hello to uh, <laughs> college stat monster John Conchar, mm-hmm. DeAnthony Melton, unicyclist and Burning Man enthusiast Miles Plumley, uh. Man banned from the, uh, oh, the first NBA player I can remember who's getting sued for getting his baby high, Josh Jackson. Oh, my God. Jay Crowder, Grayson Allen, Tyus Jones, Andre Iguodala, Brandon Clark, and Ja Morant. Mm -hmm. Can we, before I ask any of these questions we wrote down already, talk about uh, how is it possible that a team can have that many players? Right. Like, like too many left, too many remain. Like, like, don't they, isn't there some, like, cut day? The season's almost here, and Memphis has 32 players on their active roster. Um. Yeah, man, I don't even know. Uh. Well, anyway, um, let's talk about Jay Crowder's fiance. Yes. Jay Crowder um, proposed, well, announced that he, he did propose. He did, but he yeah. announced that he was proposing to his girlfriend. Is this tweet still up, Joe? No, he deleted it, like, immediately. <laughs> Jay Crowder, um, generally very all-caps, enthusiasm, positivity, Twitter, and... Uh, like, here's a tweet from a couple days ago. Wow, sitting here in awe, I'm about to start year eight of my career. I'm embracing this moment and excited for the challenges and obstacles ahead. Truly thankful, exclamation points, praying hands, and then he signs it, 99, his number. Mm-hmm. But uh, it wasn't always so positive. Let me, let me, I just want to find the exact tweet, Joey. Nobody archived this? Anyway, he he announced that he was going to propose to his girlfriend uh, and then tweeted that she said no. Mm-hmm. And Danny Ainge was tempted to trade him again. <laughs> uh, now, last year, apparently he... Uh, Accused his girlfriend of cheating with Robert Covington. Mm-hmm. That guy really can do it all. Okay, this is... Yes, this is... Okay, so... Here's the... Tw- I'm sorry. The tweet is in all caps. And it's just... I proposed last night. Ellipsis. She said no. And then, like... <laughs> just, like, the most disappoint, Not crying, but, like, embarrassed and sad about mm-hmm. the con. 
some something about it being in all caps makes it really, really good. It's not funny, but uh, no, um, I mean it. No, it's hilarious. It's funny. Sorry, I was trying to figure something out for our next team. Um, it's very funny. Uh, my next question, Sean. Sorry, I was out of it for a second. Uh, Memphis. Oh, he accused. I'm sorry. He accused Robert Covington of being the father of his girlfriend's baby. That's weird. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Uh, Mem- no. Memphis is tanking, Sean. Uh, yes. Their first round pick is only protected one through six. Uh, can you improve a team after you lose two Tylers, though? I mean, it's hard not to improve when you've done that. Uh, if you're a baseball team, it can go the other way. But yeah, losing a Chandler and two Tylers is tremendous. Now, granted, they added a Grayson and a Miles. <laughs> so some of that, some of that balances out. Uh, here's yeah, they, here's my question. This mm-hmm. team's gonna be really fun, right? It seems like it's a lot of like fun guys. Like John Moran should be really fun. JJJ is super fun. Brandon like, Clark, Clark is like the most uh, Anthony Randolph kind of guy possible. You know what I mean? He's also a little bit of a throwback because I think he's just like a real rebounding beast. Yeah. Um. I mean, Grayson Allen will be fun in, like, how watching King Joffrey was fun. The only problem is Jay Crowder has never played on a team I've enjoyed watching play basketball. Yeah, that's true. He's <laughs> he, They're going to trade him. <laughs> um, all right. Here's a factoid. Are you ready for this? Uh, yeah. Uh, Vince Carter is older than the Grizzlies coach, GM, and owner. It seems like he... They should let him run the team, now that I've heard that. (laughs) Uh, And my last question, Sean. Will Memphis be able to ride the momentum of their Summer League title to a return to 12th place? I'm going to say no, because 12th place is going to be competitive in the Western Conference. (laughs) Yes. Their over-under is 27.5. What do you think? Too high. Under. Yeah, I think it's going to be under, too. If they're they're sniffing this over-under in March... They're just going to give, you know, Valence Eunice the last month of the season off. Um, all right. Our f- there's not a, yeah, there's no, there's no, like, there's no face saving here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our final team in the division, Sean, is, of mm-hmm. course, the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, yeah. Uh, they said goodbye to Trey Burke, Salah Mejri, and Costas Antetokounmpo, therefore giving up any and all opportunity that they sign Giannis two uh-huh. years from now. Uh, but they said hello to uh, Boban Marjanovic, Seth Curry, and Delon Wright. All right, Sean, my first question about the Dallas Mavericks for you uh-huh. is, is this the year Mark Cuban finally has you Epstein? Uh, and by that, I mean murdered uh, for constantly talking about how he's a sex, sex criminal. I do, and in song, which I think is like worse. <laughs> I I think I think he's too soft, though. He's a like Mark Cuban. I, I I he's like somebody that maybe pays somebody to try to do you in, mm-hmm. but no, Mark Cuban is like absolutely a reach across the aisle guy too. Mm-hmm. 
like right you, he's like he's a guy always... who would run either as a democrat or a republican depending how he felt that day yeah uh, like if i got president. confronted yeah if i got confronted by mark cuban he would like let me res- he would like buy me a beer uh-huh. he's just like because he's not gonna hurt me because i'm not a woman um all right my next question for you sean uh it's a bummer that all these fun players are on this team right yeah i i feel like i i wish luca was on a different team i wish seth curry was on a different team i wish boban Uh was on a different team yeah it's a lot of like i wish delon wright was on a better team I mean, yeah. on a more on a because I think this team might be pretty good. Uh, so I, I don't mean nice better, additions. as in at basketball. I mean, at, I mean at uh, morality. I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, they made they made some moves that should be really helpful too. Like I think Delon Wright is a really good addition. Yeah, and they got that seven footer um, who uh, has feet problems. That always works out. Mm-hmm. Um, right, right. <laughs> Classic Mavs. Um, I don't know why they were. I mean, I guess, I guess I do know why. I'm not sure why logically they were just like throwing second round draft picks away this year, though. I don't know because you can't give Rick Carlisle too many people to yell at. Oh, that's that's what it is. Yeah. Um, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep a Dorian Finney-Smith on the roster <laughs> at all times. Um. All right, Sean. They're over under. Uh huh. Is forty one and a half. What do you say? Can Maxi Kleber, Tim Hardaway Jr., Chris Stapps, Porzingis? Uh huh. Uh, we should talk about Chris Tapps, even though I don't want to, because he's gross. Um, yeah. I mean, we... It's just weird, because, uh, you know, I. it's always weird when something terrible like that is announced, and then nothing happens, and then the NBA pretends like they're investigating something. Uh, yeah, but he still just has a pending rape charge right uh-huh. am I, am I, I think i think that's i mean i'm not a lawyer i don't know uh, uh or a cop thank god i would never be a cop um mainly because i'm not strong enough to push the working class around <laughs> um but let's talk about all that aside uh-huh. we should talk about the basketball part of it for a second uh is yeah. he going to be healthy? I mean the signs are not great because of the shape of his body and the empirical evidence we have about him. Uh-huh. But at the same time, um I kind of wonder like like looking at somebody like Bill Walton and just thinking like what if like really early on he had just taken 18 months off. Right. But also um, Bill Walton even as an old man had one really good year and it's like what if this is the one really good year you know what i mean yeah it's it's mainly just that a lot of thing like i i 
I would like Chris Epps to be really good. Statistics seem to say he's good. He just has... He seems like he has the path of someone who is not going to make it. Mm-hmm. Especially just those like tangential things where it was like, he went back to Latvia and he got beat up. Yeah. You know, or something like... like just like stuff that that are really Andres Biedrinzi. It's true, very Andres Biedrinzi. Like this guy doesn't know how to live in the world. Uh-huh. And now, granted, there's also stuff you hear from the Knicks where it's like they just didn't even open the gym for him, right? And the gym's like thirty miles away from where everybody lives, and uh, so yeah, like anybody getting out of the Knicks, it's kind of hard to judge them. It's like. You need you almost need like a statistical trans that translation like it's like it's a Euro League or something. <laughs> you know? Um but yeah, alright. Over under Sean. Forty one point five. Forty one point five. Under West is just too good. Also, I I don't like I, I do think Luca is really good. But I just, I'm still not sure that this is the the team, you know. They're still kind of dealing with the aftershocks of making such a blockbuster deal for Prisingas. Um, I'm gonna take the over because Boban rocks. Um, and also just to disagree, I, they feel like a 42 win team to me. Yeah. So, do you think they can make the playoffs? No, I don't think 42 wins is enough to make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, the... I think the we're gamblers, looking at a 46-win 40, team being the 8th seed. The Gamblers are calling the line 46 and a half. They have the Blazers. The Blazers have the 8th highest uh, mm-hmm. projected win-loss, yeah. Whereas uh, in the East, I think that would be the 4 or 5 seed. Right. Um, okay, uh, well, you've heard enough of us talking about dumb shit like the, like the coyote instead of actual basketball, but luckily for you, we here at Slam, at Round Ball Rock, uh, do know two guys who know a thing or two about the ins and outs the analytics, the numbers side of basketball to give you their team. This is Slam Up. Uh, here's Slam Up. With Brett up Samson and Randy Brett Ledoux. Samson and Randy Ledoux. Analytics, friendship, efficiency, and promo codes. These guys are fucking dorks. Welcome to another edition of Slammed Up, the uh, analytical podcast within the larger Round Ball Rock podcast. Uh, these guys are more into uh, jokes and uh, horsing around, uh, making little comments, whereas uh, Slammed Up is about uh, analytics and friendship and predictions and... No horseplay! No horseplay. No no horsing around. That's what A horse saying. stepped on me once. Wait, did, were you okay? Yeah. I'm, I was too small. I fell between its shoe. Ooh, ooh. Its shoe and its hoof. Ooh. Well, well, with me as often is uh, Randy Ledoux. Randy Ledoux. Um, That's me! How are you doing? Now, the, la- the last time we spoke, you were working for uh, the... You joined the, uh, <laughs> the Andrew Yang gang. Yeah, that didn't pan out this week. 
Yeah. I'm actually working for Julian Castro now, Whoa. whoever that is. I forgot he was in the race. Uh, did I ever tell you I about the time? I don't even know what he looks like. Hmm. Did I ever tell you I was in a uh, Andrew Yang gangbang once? I'd rather not talk about that. All right, well, just uh, let me let me just say that uh, UBI did not stand <laughs> for universal basic income uh, back then. Here's a funny thing I'll tell you about Julian Castro. I had a meeting with him yesterday, mm-hmm. and it's like I can't even. I was talking to him for an hour. And yet I can't remember a single thing he said or even what he looked like. I'm, I'm tr- it's like I lost time. I'm trying like to, an alien abduction. I'm trying to picture him in my head, and uh, I, 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 I just started picturing Julius Randall after two seconds. I know that's not correct, but I, I, I couldn't tell you what his job was before uh, deciding to run for president. Uh, you have a background in politics, though, so you know... What he did before, right? No, I don't know a single thing about him. Is he? Are, and I was in a meeting with him for an hour. You know, this is a, this is a possible. Uh, you, you worried about getting a buzz killed here? No, I. You know I'm the MTV it's sketch like, show Buzzkill. No, a lot of I'm, silly pranks and uh, lying to people. I'm worried. It's more like a, uh, you know, as a. Many of our listeners know I'm a bit of a a Whovian, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a big Doctor Who head. You are. Um, and it's a little bit like in one of the Matt Smith seasons, the, there were these aliens called the Silence, and the idea was that they existed okay, you're, you're and were around need to us stop all the time. Right now on this podcast, like this is analytics, and it is for nerds. But this is I'm. I'm I'm sorry, I, I want to beat you to death with my bare hands when you start talking about that But I'm a Hoofian! Oh. I have a piece of celery pinned to my lapel What is as happening we speak. right now? This is just... You know what? I'm going to have to throw in an ad read here just to get the... Oh. I'm wearing a scarf this just like terrible. one of the doctors. Just like the fifth is doctor. It made out of a But it's daffodil? actually a gum wrapper. Oh, all right. Well, the, today, the the... Uh, this episode Slammed Up is sponsored by uh, Jordan Farmers Only, the dating site where you can meet former Ondalu FA's great Jordan Farmer. Uh, you can also match with friends of Jordan Farmer, family of Jordan Farmer, and uh, members of his uh, entourage. Although, Luke Walton has been banned from the site, so you can safely browse Jordan Farmers Only again. No Luke Walton allowed. No Smush Parker allowed. Uh, best of all, you can only swipe right on Jordan Farmer's only because, uh, as you know, Jordan Farmer can only go left. <laughs> Someone should make a joke in an ad read about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's better. Uh, well, uh, you can get your first trial subscription to Jordan Farmer's only uh, with promo code CBA provision, formerly known as the Allen Houston rule. Uh, we oh, talk about I talk that about that time. so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I talk only... about that in my dreams. Whoa. Randy, what are your dreams like? I thought you didn't sleep. I mean, I... I... I, I, I believe in power napping. Mm-hmm. I take 47 second naps. Oh. Um, 
That's 47 second naps throughout the day. Whoa. Oh, oh, okay. Well, that... And I have vivid dreams. I dream of being a normal sized man. Mm-hmm. Watching Doctor Who episodes. Okay, you need to stop what? that right now. You need to shut your tiny little mouth. We're losing we're losing all our listeners at this point. What can I say? I'm a hoo-ha! Uh, I guess you are a hoo-ha. Alright, let's move I'll I'll shove you on your hoo-ha, you you son of a gun. <laughs> uh I'm I'm really high right now, Randy, I have to admit. I usually am pretty sober on these podcasts, but uh I uh I have, a, I have a daily uh, mescaline box that comes to my house. I can assemble it myself, and uh, I just couldn't help myself this time. But uh, let's go on to our first team, the Houston Rockets. Now, uh, I might have to recuse myself from this discussion of the uh, Houston Rockets because, uh, well, I have a business relationship with the owner of the Houston Rockets, uh, Tillman Fertitta. Oh, tell me more. I got into uh, a very lucrative investment uh, after the success of uh, the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company, based on uh, number one box office hit of 1994, uh, Forrest Gump. Uh, we uh, are going into a restaurant group. That was part of the reason I uh, made my food and legal brothel tour of North America this year, scouting for recipes. This is going to be based on uh, 2019's uh, number one film franchise, and uh, it's called... Eric Selvig's Shawarma Shack. As you know, Eric Selvig is uh, uh, the the scientist who uh, helps out Thor, and uh, shawarma is what they eat in uh, one of the most funny, just just gut busting scenes in cinematic history in the movie oh, The yeah. Avengers. When the Avengers, anytime uh, you can, anytime you can name a food that white people don't mm-hmm. know what it's called. Mm-hmm. Always funny. And then that moment when they're eating it silently, I, I, oh boy, I laughed a lot. I laughed a lot, Randy. I have to say, I got a chuckle out of it. And that's weird because you don't understand comedy. No, I don't. I don't. But I, something about those guys eating that eating that weirdo food, right? Right. That's not yeah. that's not our food. That's their food. And they're just they're eating it silently. It's after the credits. I just I I really enjoyed that. I really did enjoy that. So, uh, yeah, so I think we're going to be uh, co-investors in Eric Selvig's Shawarma Shack. It's going to have all kinds of uh, Thor 2 The Dark World memorabilia, trivia questions about Thor 2 The Dark World. Uh, obviously, that is uh, the main subject of Avengers Endgame. I would say that all out of all of the Marvel Universe movies, mm-hmm. Thor 2 The Dark World mm-hmm. is Almost as good as, like, the worst episode of Doctor Who. It's actually very similar to an episode of Doctor Who. Oh, my Who. God. Randy, you're, you're going to need to stop this right now because the, it's if, like if any kind of bad with a buzz smaller gets out budget. of this, oh, I, I will feed you to a Dalek. I will. Ooh, they're robots. They don't eat. Oh. Uh, anyway, the Houston Rockets, the one thing I will say is that it is time for them to uh, get away from a lot of the mistakes that they'd made that have been plaguing them through uh their playoff disasters they need to start running the offense through uh the number two offensive player in the entire nba as determined by the ultimate statistical rating offensive rating uh clint capella so that's who they should be playing at point guard this year uh see i disagree um clint capella has proven that he can't switch anything um and russell westbrook has the ability to switch 
uh, like the profile of being the shooting profile and the defensive profile of a uh, of a center. So I think they should play Russell Westbrook at center. Well, yeah, and then play Clint Capella at point guard. To, no, to get you to take advantage bench of his Clint offense. Capella. No, no, you bench Clint Capella. Oh no, yeah, no, you got to you give him the ball. No every basketball time down. players should be over the height of six nine. Well, I, I, what about a podcast host? I mean, I'm only taller than six nine when I'm sitting down. I'm not that tall when I'm standing up. But uh, my my bones are strange, Randy. I don't like the fact that you would you had to get a special mic mm-hmm. to record. Yeah, I have, a, um, I have a special chair. It's it's kind of like if I'm I could like get sitting a normal in a sized, If I could get a normal sized podcast host, I would in a second. Wait, what? Hold on a second. I mean, you have a weirder size than me, Randy. What? Mm. I'm three. I mean, I'm not even sure what what measurement that is. Three three inches, or it changes. Okay, all right. Sometimes it's inches. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes so... it's millimeters. Mm-hmm. So uh... sometimes I'm as tall as a staple. That's. I don't even know how to respond to that, Randy. I uh, okay. Well, I I will make my prediction for the season. Uh, Clint wow, Bellet, point for guard, a, for an, eighty-two for a and fan nine. of the for a fan of the MCU. You sure have a problem with someone who can change his size from small to smaller. Mm-hmm, but I, 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 it's imperceptible to me at this point, especially as far away as I am from uh the table every time I see you. How's the weather up there, freak? Whoa, uh. I need you to watch your rainy little mouth right now. Or I will bring down the thunder on top of you. And I'm not talking about just uh, an ill-equipped team with uh, no spacing and uh, and a state that has callously turned their back on the future of energy of uh, fracking. So, uh, well, we'll talk about them next division. We will talk about them next division. I'm trying to get out this sentence. If you would shut your tiny little disgusting alien non-specified electron experiment ruin face just say uh clinkabell at point guard rockets 82 and 0 moving on to our next team the san antonio spurs uh i have a quick take on this team uh coach greg popovich is the worst coach in nba history he should be fired and possibly executed uh, also, DeMar DeRozan is garbage. He only shoots from mid-range. I want to take him to a gun range and kill him. You're speaking to the choir here. Mm-hmm. Preach. All right. Uh, yes. Yes, queen. Who else wants to speak to the choir is our new sponsor, Dijonese. Now, when I'm doing live commentary for five or six NBA games at the same time, uh, which we do every night on the slammed up a-chan feed, uh, sometimes I work up a powerful hunger. Uh, as you know, my metabolism is extremely fast uh, due to my large frame and constant 102 degree body temperature. So when I make a sandwich, I slather that bad boy with Dijonese, the spreadable condiment from former All-NBA Developmental League Honorable Mention Team member Dijon Thompson. Uh, like Dijon Thompson in college, this glides across the bread, uh, finishing in your mouth with a satisfying explosion of flavor. It'll bounce along your tongue just like Dijon himself 
bouncing around the world of international basketball. And best of all, it's low calorie, so it'll protect your body composition. What's it made of? Uh, no one knows. But let me tell you, it definitely does not contain any mustard or actual mayonnaise. All I know is that it is definitely not vegan. Uh, you can get your first sample tube of Dijonese with promo code LOOSESTOOL. Uh, it's easy to remember. We talk about it all the time on the podcast. And make sure to store it in a dehumidified container or you will not like the results. Trust me, Brett Slamson. All right, moving on to our third team in the Southwest Division. Uh, we've got the New Orleans Pelicans. I, uh... Look, I'm I'm very excited about their offseason because of their acquisition of uh, Derek Favors. Hmm. Why is that? Well, uh, you know, I've you know my belief that uh, NBA players are inferior to computers and machines, and uh, Derek Favors is our first cyber basketball player, a hologram made flesh, uh, a Pinocchio of the 21st century, uh, literally a 21st century digital boy. You know, there's a very interesting Doctor Who episode about cyborgs. Oh, you know, yeah, actually talk about this. Well, I, I'm curious about this one. Um, well, there's this this evil race called the Cybermen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I used to be a Cyberman when I was in college, uh, and I'm talking about uh, masturbating with a stranger on the internet anonymously. Okay, I don't want to talk about this anymore. All right, well, uh, the other thing that uh, they need to do in New Orleans is it is time to trade Zion Williamson for draft picks. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Assets, 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 assets. It's like buying a car. The moment you start the car, uh, it loses all its value and you just might as well sell it for scrap. That's what the New Orleans Pelicans should do. Uh, Trade Zion Williamson for whatever you can get or uh, attempt to clone him. And then, uh, you know, sell him off like, uh, like, like the puppies of, uh, Udonis Haslam's prized dog, which I do have one of. Question. How repeatable is Lonzo Ball's shooting motion? Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it seems like it's, it's like the least repeatable thing. It's, it's like the, the, the word Voldemort in terms of how repeatable it is. Don't say that! Oh, sorry. I, I mean, he should not be muggled. Is that is that right? Is that what you say? I'm so tired. What? What? what why? Why are you? You do seem like you're 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 very loose today, Randy. You made me show up for this thing at three thirty in the morning. Yeah, that that that's when winners get going. I, ben. I myself was unfortunately derailed by a uh, phone party and a uh, speaking engagement uh, with some proud boys. But uh, yeah, you, 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 that's good. That's when winners get there. That's what uh, I missed nine of my naps. How, how are you feeling? You a little, little punchy there, buddy? Not good. Yeah. Well, the reason, uh, as as you know, Jimmy Butler shows up at three thirty for workouts, and that's because uh, Mark Wahlberg shows up at the gym at two forty five a.m. And uh, at this point in his career... But that doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, well, he's uh, he goes to bed now at about uh, 4.15 in the afternoon. Uh, but Jimmy Butler? No, uh, Mark Wahlberg. I was going to say, that's game time, baby! 
Yeah, Jimmy Butler's going to have a uh, a sleepy season, but the most important thing is that he's uh, proving people wrong and uh, already forcing his young and professional teammates to be uh, showing up at the gym at 3.30 a.m., which is right about the time that Carl uh, Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins really get going in uh, Fortnite. You can't see this, but I'm doing one of those dances right now. Oh, I bet it's. I bet it's, you, should, you should film it. Try to make it go. The one that's like the Running Man, and they clap in front. Mm. That's what I'm doing. Ooh, can you make it go uh, viral? No, I'd have to put something next to me for size, oh, so right. people would know how small I yeah, am. Yeah, yeah, like 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 when you find a fossil. I understand that. Yeah, I'd have to put like a quarter next to me or something. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and that would involve me lifting a quarter, mm-hmm. but because I missed twelve naps today, I don't think I could do it. I, 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 you know, I feel bad about it, but you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll push it back tomorrow. Uh, you can show up at three thirty-five. Thank you, sir. No problem. Uh speaking of sirs, uh, I let's talk about this next team featuring uh. Two of the uh, classiest men in the entire National Basketball Association. Uh, they are my blood brothers. I am, of course, talking about uh, Haralabob Vulgaris and owner Mark Cuban. Uh, princes of men, personal behavior unimpeachable, and uh, just just very pleasant in person and on social media and especially on Instagram. I love this team. I love these guys. Randy, what do you think? Um... Boban intimidates me. I don't like his body type. Um, he reminds me of a certain uh, sexual deviant that I know mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. yells at me all the time oh, and who's like, invested like all my sheep. money like a, and kidnapped my son. Like a giant. Huh? You have um, a son? We're never talking about that oh, again. Oh, 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 gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, yeah, thought. so I don't like this team. What if you? What if you? What if you did one of those Fortnite dances? Uh, but you're you're on you're on one of Boban's uh gigantic hands. I think people would just think it was CGI. Mm-hmm. I guess that's right. Well, anyway, uh, I think this team will win four games this year. Mm-hmm. Well, I I think they're better off if they win four games this year. Because, that's true. Uh, this is the year to this is the year to tank. Uh. They got their draft pick back. Uh, you know they've 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 got to uh, keep Kristaps Porzingis on the run to keep him away from the law. That's very important to do, especially uh, with uh, you know if you're if you're if you're trying to hide and you're trying to disguise your identity. Uh, the key thing is you can't just have one safe house. You got to keep things on the run. It's going to be hard for him to go on road trips and avoid subpoenas or uh, Latvian attackers. Or, uh, you know, Jislaine uh, Maxwell, uh, they used to date for a while. He was uh, pretty into Cougars. But, uh, you know, I, I think I think if they win more than four games, they've made a mistake this year. Yeah, the Dallas Mavericks kind of are like the Jeff- Jeffrey Epstein's plane of basketball teams, mm-hmm. aren't they? And you're sort of like, wow, I, I didn't expect that guy. That guy spent some time there. Wow, I forgot about that. They're kind of like... Um, the movie, the usual suspects of mm-hmm. basketball teams. Yeah, but like, like you know, because it had Kevin. Were... It starred Kevin Spacey, and was produced by Harvey Weinstein, and was directed by Brian Singer. Oh my god, that's a that's a triple crown of uh, of uh, molestation. Mm-hmm. 
I actually once did hit, uh, I hosted a pop-up event, uh, an underground pool that was also called the Triple Crown of Molestation, but it was with consent. Everybody was consenting there. It's very important. All right, how about the Memphis Grizzlies? Well, let's not go there yet. Let's go to our final sponsor. Now, you have probably seen these ads for Instagrammerly playing before every single YouTube video, but Instagrammerly is a great service. It automatically spell checks the captions on your Instagram posts, but it does so much more. It recommends the perfect emoji for each caption, and with Instagrammerly Pro, that service extends to the DMs. One misplaced character or poorly chosen photo can turn a uh, potential night of sensual pleasure into an evening of toggling between Turkish basketball highlights and terrifying Albanian pornography. Should you go with the eggplant or the corn cob? Is my sex more of a drops of water or an erupting volcano? Can you pair a banana with the peach or is that too much fructose? Instagrammerly's got the answer. There's a reason why Kevin Durant was an early investor. Uh, best of all, Instagrammerly is the only social media editing tool endorsed by both Paul Pierce and Ray Allen. You can try it for a week. Uh, try a week of Grammarly for free with promo code I'm getting there. When you masturbate, think about my tongue on your clit and swicking back and forth between from my dick to my tongue. Um, we talk about that all the time on the podcast. It's easy to remember. You talk about that tweet all the time. I do. I mean, it. it, it you look, haven't tattooed on your calf. Mm-hmm, it, it circles it in, in sort of a sort of a pattern, and uh, and then the other calf has, of course, uh, Ray Allen's face. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we talk about it all the time on the podcast. Uh, I've also directed all my analysts at Slams and Corp to include Grammarly in our investment portfolio. You can send me an encrypted signal message with any questions. Or uh, just uh, private message me on Words with Friends with Benefits. Hey, um, before we get to the Grizzlies, can we? Can I talk to you about Slamson Corp? Yeah, yeah. What, what do you What do you want to know? Do you What's get going the on with that Spencer Dinwiddie contract? Oh no, it's it's great. It's very exciting. What's happening with that thing right now? I've invested all my acorns. You told me to. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. From yeah, the yeah. account, not actual acorns. Oh well, you know, I'll take the actual acorns too. I got an acorn guy. Well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, let me know how Spencer, that Spencer Dinwiddie thing's working out. Thank you, thank you. I'm well, not going to get burned by you again. Well, let's finish with uh, the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, great team playing in uh, Memphis. Uh, you know, they, they should probably be playing in Nashville, but, uh, you know, Memphis, whatever. It, it is hard out there for a pimp. Uh, Randy, what do you think of this team this year? I think Jaron Jackson is incredibly switchy. He has the a very repeatable shooting motion. Um, and other than that, um, here's he what I gotta say about drown this entire team in the bottom of the ocean because they're either really old or really terrible. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I think I do this... like I do like um how young they are. Oh yeah, not as a team, but as a front office. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. So many years before they're dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, so much life ahead of them. Not not dragging mm-hmm. it down. That the 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 medical premiums have to be be so low overall. Oh, just thinking about those that all that life, all those all those cells that haven't split yet. You know, the T cell count just skyrocketing. Mm-hmm. Supple flesh, working organs. Oh, uh, my favorite, my favorite young, uh, you know, I don't like to think of these as players as much as I think of, uh, human 
uh, organ har- future organ harvest. That's what I like to think of a rookie in the NBA as, and that's why uh, Brandon Clark is my rookie of the year pick. Uh, the computers loved him in college. That's the most important thing. It's the only thing. Computers are more important than people. And uh, he's also my MVP choice for next year. So uh, congratulations, Brandon Clark, for winning the prestigious uh, preseason slammed up MVP award. Oh, I also, like I him. Think, he's going to be switchy. Yeah, they, he should. Be he sw- can stay above from the bottom of the ocean. Everyone else has got to go, though. I also would be. Uh, I do. I do agree with what you say about Jaron Jackson Jr. But I think, I think it's time to. Uh, Make sure that he finds a woman because uh, you need Jaron Jackson the third. I think what it's about, time to tank until that guy's draft eligible. What if he went for like the the joke name, like Jaron Jackson Junior Junior? Mm-hmm. Like that's like a band that would play at McCarran Pool. Mm-hmm. That is that does sound like like a like a like a real trust fund uh, kind mm-hmm. of kind of a. Uh, Actually, do it you sounds think like a in... band that would have a podcast on the ringer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that has like a lot of songs, and then you you hear the album, and they're all about like different, different, uh, different laffy taffy jokes. Each one's a that's like a uh-huh. title for each one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, um, I have to go. I have a meeting with Amy Klobuchar. Oh, oh, whoa! That's that's pretty exciting. Well, uh, I mean. Don't don't tell any of the Julian Castro secrets, even though I, I can't remember them. I can barely remember that you even worked for him. Well, we'll be back for. I more think t- he looks a little bit like someone that would be on a news, like a throwaway joke on a television on the news on like the first season of Veep. Mm. I think that's what he looks like. But do you think seriously, he, do you his think- face is so memorable, unmemorable. I keep trying to remember it, and all I see is blank. Hmm. Would he? Would he be like a like a cameo on Veep, or would they just be making fun of him without without real reference? No, it would be like they'd point at a guy on TV, and then they'd, he'd like say something funny, and then they'd be like, "Look at this asshole," or yeah, whatever. I don't, I don't. I don't really understand conversations like that. So uh, I will take your word for it. All right. Well, we'll be back four more times with the. Uh, with more division previews. Uh, until then, you can check out Randy uh, showing up at the office at 3.35. It's cheat day tomorrow. And uh, as for me, you can find me on, well, not on YouTube because my account has been banned, but uh, you can see me on a, a different uh, streaming platform, um, Daily Daily Motion After Dark. That's where I'll be posting the logs, my political opinions, and, uh, of course, the erotic dance lessons. Until next time. Uh, stay slammed. A lot more... A lot more fighting that episode, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, I think he made Randy get there. Randy's really standing up for himself. I kind of like it. It was nice. He, I mean, I guess he should get to work 20 hours early every day. He definitely left work. Randy? Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm kind of with him on Julian Castro, though. Um, I also cannot remember what that man looks like. <laughs> Where is he from? Where did he come from? He has, like, an equally forgettable brother somehow? Um, all right, Sean, that's been our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I just want to plug this next song. Okay. Did you write a song? I did write a song. What's it called? It's well, it's about the Houston Rockets. It's a Violent Femme song, and it's called Stat It Up. Great. Sounds great. Um, as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter, at Frankie Muniz, where earlier today, I tweeted, Today was an amazing day. A day I will never forget. The best day of my life. Yep, that good. He's never going to follow up on that, is he? No, I think he was getting married. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, because 14 hours before he's tweeted, you know, just in the Dillard's kids shoe section buying shoes to wear for my wedding. Oh. Well, so he got, he got married on a on a Thursday? Dude, I, yeah, he's Frankie Muniz, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Um... All right. Uh, trust the process. Trust the process. Uh, shut it down. Let's all take a moment of silence for Jay Crowder and his fiance. May after May, I will lose, and I will. Complain, but the May after this May, I will flop and I will audit. Why can't I get just one assist? Why can't I get just one assist? A triple doubles when I can't resist. So I pass a Jim Green and he missed. Why can't I get just one board? Why can't I get just one board? I'm crashing the glass like Harrison Ford. But Tyson Chandler tipped it to Eric Gordon. Why can't I get just one bucket? Why can't I get just one bucket? Harden dribbled for 20 seconds, fuck it. But I waited in the corner for just one game after game. I get the ball and throw it away. But the games on Thursday night, I'm gonna cut. Like Walter White Oh my, 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 more You should have checked the shot chart outside the key I know you're trying for team chemistry But Russ will put up bad shots with impunity Whoa, whoa, my, 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 Westbrook Take a look now, his D ain't textbook He's dribbling around thinking about his next look Doesn't know the plays, but he's got a sketch But don't shoot, shoot, shoot that pull-up three Don't shoot, shoot, shoot that pull-up three it won't help your efficiency to don't shoot, shoot, shoot.
shoot that pull up three. Don't shoot, shoot, shoot that pull up three. Don't shoot, shoot, shoot that pull up three. Might as well toss it in the sea, but don't shoot, shoot, shoot that pull up three. Anderson open at the top of the key. Hard and let it fly from 33. Share the ball, slip and fall. Writhe on the ground for a foul call. Stats to analyze, stats hypnotize. Stats make Daryl evangelize. Our tweets will make you roll your eyes. Then Tony Contract talks were full of lies. Oh my, 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 more. Next chapter of this story. The tab is open, we're at Bubba Gums. Let's hope we don't need our stomachs pumped. Oh my. My, 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 more, more losing than Nemo and Dory. Tillman's restless, he's ready to stab. He thinks a rainforest cafe's really rap. Not resting dudes on back to backs, forgetting to pay the luxury tax. After round two, when they stink it up, he says, Call Nate Silver Cell, I'm gonna stat it up. Stat it up, 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 stat it up. Stat it up, stat it up, oh man, after man, half that team forgets how you play, but next year we'll win the chip, and paying the bonuses will make Tillman sick. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.